lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. Hello, welcome in. We are back at it again on this Monday evening. Uh, we're going to get into the MLS uh, All-Star Week game recap or debacle. We're going to talk about a little bit of some international friendlies that have been going on. Of course, FIFA Women's World Cup. And then definitely we'll get into the League's Cup. Uh, talk about that. Preview at United's upcoming game. But first, as always, let me bring in my uh, my counterpart, Abner Castellanos. How you doing, mijo? And how was your weekend? Hey, man, I'm good, man. Just uh, let me see this weekend. Uh, we just hung out, played a little bit of golf. Uh, had it a hell of a You're always scramble. golfing, man. Yeah, well, we had well because Bryce always sized me up for uh, for uh, it's for those scrambles for all the high school teams around uh, West Georgia area, and we always do have like two different partners. So it's always me and Bryce and two other people. So we got our last. Well, I think it's our last one. I think we have one in October, but that's that's later on. Uh, who, do you guys, yeah. who do you guys play? Uh, so we play like people that come, like usually it's like um, parents or um, people that Almost. just want to come out and play and Drifters. students. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of a mix of everything. So um, <laughs> luckily, luckily it warmed. It, uh, weather weather was good. It was supposed to rain like heavy all in the morning. It starts about 930. So it wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah, golf. And then, you know, um, went home, hung out. With the kiddos, and uh, we went to I went to my buddy's house, and then uh, play some tennis Sunday night. And you didn't invite me, man. Come on. I know we need to play again, dude. For real. Yeah, I get it. I'm getting too lazy. I gotta I gotta pick we up gotta, the racket. We gotta, do, we gotta we gotta pick a day again. We gotta do it Wednesdays like we usually did. Yeah, I'm down. Oh, that's good, Mijo. But, um, yeah. But yeah, um, what about you? I saw I saw some pictures. You um, went down whitewater rafting, huh? Yeah, so uh, my brother Hector, uh, as part of his birthday gift, he wanted to do whitewater rafting. He's always been the one that wants to do the uh, the extreme type stuff. Because last time we did caving, so this time he wanted, right. we wanted we did whitewater rafting. <laughs> so we did it up in uh, Nantahala in or North Carolina. So you know the casino is not too far away from there. So we ended up staying the night there Friday night. You know, did a little bit of gambling, didn't lose oh, nice. too much money, placed some bets, and then Saturday. We did the white water rafting, so I was, I was a little nervous at first because I'd never done it, um, but it was all good. I had a lot of fun. It was like a two-hour thing. We were on the river. Um, almost fell out of the boat one. I mean, the raft once, but we did it, so we were all good. So, yeah, it was a good time. Um, that, that Saturday night, you know, caught, caught some more uh, Leagues Cup games, um, caught the U.S., um, you know, some of the, uh, the U.S. game was before that, the day before, but um, caught a lot of soccer. A little bit more gambling and then uh, called it a weekend. So it was nice. Uh, definitely drank way too much and <laughs> I didn't lose that much money. Only maybe like 120, 150. I was really disappointed because all my bets that I placed uh, didn't come through. Uh, when we talk about the Women's World Cup, I'll get into the bets I placed for those. But uh, I was 0 for 3 on my bets. So oh, not, not a good not a good, good weekend for my sports betting. That's not bad. David, speaking about money, let me, uh, let me, can uh, I intrigue you? Can I intrigue you in this contract real quick? Uh-oh. Let me, let me, let me. Do I, I need to call my lawyer? Maybe. I don't know. He's probably listening. So here we go. <laughs> what if I gave you $24 a second? Would you take it? Uh, well, it depends what we're doing here. Okay. $24 but... a second. Yes or no? Call it $24 <laughs> a second. Yes or no? Barring is not anything crazy. It's I would probably take crazy. it. I would take okay. it. 88 thousand five hundred an hour 
for Messi? Oh, no, no. Yes or no? You take it. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm just trying to see where okay. you're going with this. 2.1 million a day. Yes or no? <laughs> yeah, of course. 14.7 million a week. Yeah, I'm going to say yes to all of it, Abner. And it's 64.6 million a year. Jeez. Or a month. Sorry, a month. A month? Is, a that, month. is that? That's Ronaldo's then. Uh, okay. And then 776 million for one season. Yeah, that's Ronaldo. Mbappe, bro. That's what the Saudi Arabia team had offered, has offered right now to uh, Mbappe. To Mbappe? Dang. Just for one year, knowing that they're only going to get him for one year because he's going to want to come back to Europe because I, I think he has a lot to accomplish in Europe. But definitely. One season, bro. Basically, it's like a vacation. Like, I'm going to go out there and play for a year knowing that I'm going to come back and then continue my soccer. Would you do it? Dang. That's that's tough. If it's or, just would you, or would you sit out and wait till your contract ends and then go on, go wherever you please since you're going to be a free transfer? Dang. That's a tough one. Uh, man, if it's just one year, I might just take it. One right? year and you're set for life. Hey, I mean, I'm saying that's 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 the power of the Saudi League versus MLS. That's all that I want to know. That's that all I'm saying. Money, baby. Oh, the, did, Mbappe, did Mbappe say he's taking it or not, or is he just thinking? Nah, it? from uh, reports that I've been reading, it's saying that he's not. He doesn't want to take it. That he wants to sit out. But David, that's that's a lot of money for basically a one year vacation. Go play and. Heck it's not yeah. a world. It's not a World Cup year. It's nothing big coming up. Why not? I'd take it. Yeah, I mean, but you, you would take like a thousand dollars to just play for free, almost. <laughs> oh, man, that's what I got paid at Sunday League. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's <laughs> interesting, man. Uh, interesting, right? Into, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, let's get into it, Admiral. So uh, we we're, before uh, we recorded last time, I think it was last Monday. So. We had some games coming up, specifically the MLS All-Star game. So we, we were talking about some of the skills challenge that was pretty cool that, you know, I caught some of that. Don't know if you caught any of that, Abner. But the big game was obviously the MLS All-Stars versus Arsenal, where um, this game was completely one-sided. Uh, Arsenal beat the crap out of MLS 5-0. Probably could have been worse. I mean, the MLS All-Stars really couldn't muster much anything offensively. Um, and it was a, again, it was at Audi Field with Wayne Rooney as a coach. You got goals from Gabriel Jesus, which was a freaking uh, amazing golazo. Trossard, own goal by Jorginho, Martinelli, Havertz. Um, so, I mean, Arsenal fielded a pretty good lineup. Um, I know we talked, Abner, that most of the games, like especially recent history, they've, they've been pretty competitive. I think this is one that is just was just kind of crazy with Obviously, every year we're, we're saying we're improving, we're improving. But then you have a huge lopsided win for Arsenal where this game was really not competitive. So there's there's a couple of different ways you can look at it. I know a lot of people are saying, hey, it's just an exhibition game, whatever. But, you know, MLS obviously is trying to market their league. We just got Messi. So it's a bad look to drop a 5-0 when we just signed Messi. Um, so I think at the end of the day, you still want to have a competitive team. And, and another part of that too is you know like we played Arsenal in the past we lost two to one and I would say that we have a more talented players this time than we did back then um, however this is a better Arsenal team I mean I, I think I mentioned this last week even though I'm an Arsenal fan I would say Arsenal at least is probably like a top five team in the world probably couldn't say that you know a few years ago so not only were we playing a really good team but I think what really keeps hurting MLS is just the amount of all-stars that get selected 
and everybody has to play. So you had like 30 players that were rotated that one, these guys never play together, right? So chemistry is gonna be a huge thing. B, even if you get some kind of rhythm going, boom, you sub out 10 players. And let's face it, by the time you get to the third rotation of all-stars, they're not really all-stars, right? They're just like good enough players. So I don't know, how, how do you take this, Abner? Yeah, man, I think you hit it right right on it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. You get you. I mean, David, how long how long realistically would it take you to get the rhythm of the game? I think like about 10, 15 minutes to kind of get the pace yeah, of the game. Probably. And these guys were playing thirty minute intervals, so you think about fifteen minutes, you get in charge of pace. Then when you get pace, you get subbed out. I I I don't like it at all. I mean, I get it. Yes, it's an all star game, but at the same time, why not just cut it to 15, 18 people. Yeah. Right? 15, 18 people. You you don't change much out of that. And everybody can still play. Yeah, everybody can still play. Everybody can contribute. You can keep your core. You can keep the best players out there that deserve to be out there. Because, David, not only is uh, you're representing you know the MLS, you're also representing yourself, right? We know MLS is a stepping stone to get to Europe, at least for a lot of younger guys that are, um, that are one of the – are the, the stars of the MLS like Amada and you have a lot of other guys. I just know Amada because he's the best for me. Uh, but you have other people, you know, that are young that are trying to make that step to go to Europe. So it's it's competition you see against uh, a quality team. You know that was a strong lineup. Not the not obviously. I don't think if it's the if it was the you know first week of the Premier League. I don't think he puts out that lineup. Maybe you know four or five people come in and out. Right. It was still a strong lineup. That, that attacking was still good. The midfield was still great. Yeah. So they definitely took it, you know, with some more like, all right, we're not just going to come here on vacation. We're not here to just, you know, fool around and joke around. We're, you know, we're going to take it serious. We're going to take it as a uh, practice for, you know, the upcoming season, which, you know, Arsenal are going to be up there among the favorites to win the league. Um, you know, I think they proved themselves last year, even though they choked. Um, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, it, they need to change the format. Or David, like I said, just play the Liga MX All Stars. We know yeah, that's a, that's a proven ground. That's a proven uh, rivalry as the League One Cup. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're gonna get into it later on. Um, that rivalry is getting bigger. The MLS clubs are showing up. Um, even the Mexican side is showing up. You know, so it, it's it's becoming where. You got to think about, okay, yes, Arsenal, Barcelona, Real Madrid, AC Milan, if you play those teams, yes, you're going to have those supporters come out or then, but if you have that MLS versus uh, Liga MX, bro, like you're going to have the same amount and it's going to be more of a, uh, I think a more even playing field, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, Abner. I think if they're going to continue doing this format where you got 30 all-stars, then you can't play top competition like Arsenal. I mean, you're going to, yeah, either play the Liga MX teams because they're in the same boat. But, I mean, with the Leafs Cup, you're kind of already having that rivalry built through that way. Or you start doing East and West. Obviously, you don't have the, you're not going to get as much attention if you're doing East versus West or even the, the Liga MX All-Stars. But um, you just can't have performances like this. And it's crazy because, like, you know, if you if you look at some of the players like the you know the starting lineup, I think Benteke probably he had a he had a rough a rough game. 
Um, but it would have been nice to see, you know, Dennis Buwanga paired up with Gigi, and then you got Ricky Pooh, who's good, paired up with Amada, and then you got Honey Mukhtar. Like, you, you could have had a good starting 11 to 14 players, but again, you're rotating these people out. You don't get to see, like, the really good players consistently together. And, I mean, you even had, I think we had three keepers come in. So, uh, it's just, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not fun to watch when, when it's like that. So, they, I hope MLS... Don Garber took notice and either they changed the kind of format that we play a different team, either East versus West or we play Liga MX again, or if we are going to play somebody like Arsenal, Man City, AC Milan, Real Madrid, that you're going to have to have a better a better team and not so many all-stars. Like you mentioned, let's have a solid 18. You can still rotate everybody in because obviously the teams we're playing on our preseason, they're going to rotate players too. And I think that would make it competitive. I still even think with that, I think Arsenal still wins it, but I think it's gonna be it would be a lot more competitive. Maybe like 2-0, 2-1, because I mean Arsenal just looked really, really good on the night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that first goal, I was like, wow. <laughs> there, there, there it is right there, real quick, right? Um, and uh yeah, I, I just think they take notice, like you said, that uh maybe playing those teams is not the smartest thing. You want you want your product to look good, right? MLS is also holds a product. You want your product to look good. You're now because you know of the two greatest players in the last 10, 15 years are in two separate leagues, right? And you want to prove that your league is better and this is the best way to do it. And you lose 5-0 to the runner-ups for the EPL who didn't even play their their starters like or their full 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 strength team i guess you could say like that um so yeah I, I that's what i think i mean a lot of people might call it safe by saying oh well you're just gonna play the league i make it whatever oh dude that's that's so probably and so that's mexico versus usa that's mls league i make it. that's the least cup so why not do that i think that would bring us such a good uh competition on both ends uh but i know the arsenal looked great uh even with yeah with full strength and half strength, however you want to call it, they look great. They, you know, and it's preseason. So that's, uh, that's saying something, you know, all these, but it, it has a lot to do also with these guys only getting 15 to 20 minutes, 20, 25 to 30. Like it just, and like you said, you know, the last third strings, I guess you could say they're not really, they're going to be more of a role player that fits the system that they're at. And that's why they were there in the first place or right. fan votes. Or however you want to call it. So, I I was hoping for a better fight. You know, I, I was hoping to to see more of a rhythm through the MLS. But you can just tell that they were they were lost, no chemistry, and it comes with just two three practices. You're you're not gonna get it. You know, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. And and all that aside, you know, if you, it, you just taking a look at the the players and the, you know the MLS players and the European players, some of the key differences I noticed Abner that really shows the disparity in skill and talent is one that first touch the first touch that arsenal has compared to the mls players it's just way different and you, your first touch really sets you up for the second touch of the follow-up play also is the amount of the awareness of space and how much time you have notice the mls players wanted to have more touches on the ball and really set them up where arsenal just you know one two touches and you're you're gone and uh, the third thing really is just the the finishing, man. You you if you give up the ball to Arsenal or any top European team, they're gonna make you pay. I mean, look at Real Madrid, right? 
they were losing games really and they got one or two chances and boom they took the game and Arsenal is the same way like they they punished us anytime we turn the ball over or made a mistake where you see it a lot like even at United right we we turn up the turn over the ball in the bad spot and we really should get punished but we don't and I think a lot of MLS teams get you know they, they get that leeway that you don't see that in European soccer no, no, yeah, you don't. You're right. It, it was just, it was frustrating. We were texting back and forth. And of course, you know, my brother being a big Arsenal fan, just like you, <laughs> you know, he was excited to see. He called it. And, uh, you know, I was hoping a 3 2. And then I saw the match and I was like, oh, yeah, well, there he goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, hopefully next year will be better. Um, but, uh, Abner, I know there's, we've seen a lot of international friendlies come, a lot of games in the U.S. Uh, that same day, it was funny. I was what we were watching the Chelsea versus, versus Wrexham game, and we were rooting for Wrexham, and they lost five 0 And I was like, well, at least the MLS All Stars would do better. They ended up <laughs> putting up the exact same scoreline. Uh, yeah, and then for context, Manchester United beat Arsenal two zero a few days later. Uh, yeah, Chelsea, Brighton four three, Fulham, Brentford three two. And I watched the Newcastle Aston Villa game, which is really it was it was a good game back and forth, and they ended up finished three three. And then you just had yesterday Real Madrid win 3-2 over AC Milan with Pulisic and his new club. They're at the Rose Bowl. I think they had something like 70,000 people. Um, and, you know, we got some upcoming games, Manchester United versus Wrexham. So I guess Wrexham is just going to get demolished by everybody. But you also have Manchester United playing Real Madrid like the next day. So I'm assuming that Wrexham game is going to have more reserve players. And then you got Arsenal versus Barcelona. That'll be a good one. And then, of course, we've got Chelsea versus Newcastle this Wednesday at the Benz, so we get to see Mickey again. Um, have you caught any games? And, uh, you know, what do you think of uh, all these international friendlies, especially the ones in the U.S.? I mean, ever since the first one, you know, whenever they came over here and announced that, um, you know, it's been a big hit. You know, you get to cheat. You get to see. <laughs> cheat. <laughs> you get to see your, um, you know, your favorite clubs. Um, here without going out to Europe. Yeah, granted, you're going to see a lot of youngsters play. You're going to see a lot of players that you don't usually get to play, but it's still pretty cool, though. You get to, like, you know, at least witness that part of it. I mean, I was trying to go to the Barcelona Arsenal or the Barcelona Madrid, but, dude, you're talking about tickets being about, like, 300, 350. You know, I'm like, I'd rather save that and go to Europe and watch them there, you know, knowing that you're going to They'll see, you know, the top quality guys, but it's awesome, man. It's, I mean, now that, you know, I have a, you know, I have a son that's more, you know, getting into a soccer a lot and actually follows it, follows the line United Barcelona and the U S soccer um, and everything like that. It's, you know, he gets excited when, you know, I told him, Oh, Hey, we're going to a light United game. You know, he's already looking, um, you know, what players he likes and, you know, so forth. So it's in that part, like it's cool. Um, you know that you're able to you know as a kid witness that even as an adult that maybe you don't have the chance to go over and you get to see one of your favorite clubs i've always loved it i think it's great i think it's great marketing i think it's it's smart um that they do that I and mean, i think the nfl um is trying to do that by sending their teams out to london and mexico knowing that it's a rare opportunity you get to see nfl teams out that way that you know that a lot of people are going to gain interest and you're going to eventually, you know, probably have a sellout going out that way. So I think um, those clubs are smart for, for doing that. It's, it's, you know, smart marketing. It's smart, um, 
on their part to come here. And plus, there was games, I think now, not back then, but I think now they're becoming more competitive. You had AC Milan, Real Madrid 3-2 yesterday, mm-hmm. which I was interested to see because I wanted to see uh, Pulisic. Um, and he, you know, he played well uh, for them, had an assist and everything. And it was a, it was a close matchup and it was some hard tackles. Even in Nashville, like, you don't see these types of tackles in regular preseason games. But to them now, it's not more of a preseason. It's more like, these are the games we need to get ready for for this season, you know. So it's it's uh, looked it's looked more as a opportunity rather than a charity. I guess you could say that. Yeah, that's what I was going to comment on too. Because usually some of these games they're they're kind of whack or they lack uh, intensity uh, or the teams aren't taking it that seriously. But a lot of these games they've been competitive. They've been fun to watch. Um, some of the atmosphere has been pretty good at some of the games. Some of them not so much because obviously like because it's just a bunch of random people from America going to see the games. You don't have like full-fledged supporters groups, you know, chanting for the full 90. But uh, I mean, it's been, it's been good. I, I like catching the games. So it's, it's been fun. Um, I've enjoyed it. And it'll, it'll be fun to see the, uh, you know, the, the game at the, at the bands with Newcastle and Chelsea. And I know you, you sent, you leaked that picture over there of them laying down grass or something. So I don't know if it's for this game if it's for the Leagues Cup game with Messi, or if it's all just, you know, they're not going to, they said they're not going to do it at all. So what's your take on that? On, uh, sorry, on what? If they're going to lay down grass or not. I don't know. I've seen seen two different reports. I've seen that they have it, they have it. I don't know. Like, me thinking, right, you have, you know, the best player in, you know, one of the best players, because a lot of people are going to say, Ronaldo Messi, you know that debate, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of the best players in the world coming to play at your stadium, why for one day you wouldn't pay the minimum or whatever, how much of that takes to put grass in there, and that's it, and you're done, because you know that if you can guarantee the people that he's coming, you know how many more people are going to be more like, okay, I'm going to buy tickets. I feel bad for people that spent thousands of dollars, you know, thinking that Messi's going to come now to reports coming that he may not even play. Like, that kind of stinks. Yeah, <laughs> you know? That, that so, would be like... You know, like, Charlotte can open up the whole stadium, and I think they have. Uh, but still, I don't know. I, I mean, I think they, sh- they need to... Uh, they need to at least accommodate... Because at the end of the day, we know it's all about money. We know it's all about business. And that would be a smart business move. Why wouldn't you do that? But, right. Exactly. You know, maybe the logistics of it are, are are more are things that we can't see or we don't know. Who knows? But if, if you came to me and I was the boss for one day and you told me, hey, Abner, you need to make the decision. Are we going with grass or, or are we going this? I say we're going with grass. Let's make our fans happy. Let's make the people that are going to pay money to come see them happy. Um, and you know, yeah, you're gonna make yeah, your, you're, gonna, you're gonna make your what you whatever you pay for. <laughs> agreed. Hopefully they make the right decision. Uh, but now let's let's move to the FIFA Women's World Cup. So it started up last week. We had previewed it a little bit. Uh, so um, some key takeaways. So the uh, the game Australia versus Ireland. They had seventy five thousand seven hundred eighty four people for that game. I believe that's a FIFA Women's World uh, record. Uh, so that that that's pretty crazy. I mean, that's great to see that you know it, that soccer is growing in the women's game. I think that's just better for soccer in general. Um, and then you know the World Cup is in Australia slash New Zealand, so 
both teams were able to win. New Zealand won 1-0, and so did Australia. And I think New Zealand had like 42, 45,000 people. So great attendance so far um, for those games. And then you had the U.S. women. They won 3-0 over Vietnam. Sophia Smith, two goals, one in the 14th minute, one in the 47th minute, and an assist to boot. And then you had Lindsay Horan score the last one. So, Abner, first, how do you feel so far about the Women's World Cup? How, how are you taking it in? Are you catching some games? And two, how do you feel about the U.S. women's first game? Uh, Germany's going to win it. Germany? And dis- disappointed, uh, disappointed in the U.S. Uh, but, I mean, have you enjoyed the Women's World Cup? I know the times are pretty crazy, so it's kind of been hard to catch. Yeah, the game. I, mean, well, I mean, obviously with the war schedule and everything, I did watch the U.S. Uh, game by bits and bits. Uh, when they went up 3-0, I was like, okay, they're probably going to score like four more, but that didn't happen. Um, of course, Messi's debut was going on at the same yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Unfortunately, uh, so the took, took that away. Had, had it on two screens, but... Uh, no, I mean, I just honestly like, you know, I think the U.S. had obviously, you know, we're the we're the number one team in the world, uh, which is opposite of, you know, which of the bird bands. But um, I, you know, it's, it's like weird because like a 3-0, if you think about like a men's league, like you always take that, right? You're like, oh, we won. We, we showed that 3-0. But like when you talk about women's, it's like 3-0 is like, bro, like I expect you guys to score seven or eight. Um uh, you know, and the reason being is that Sweden, I mean, not Sweden, Netherlands is not going to be a, it's not going to be a, a easy game. And I don't think Portugal is going to be an easy game either. Uh, so goal differential could come big in those types of situations. I just thought with all the firepower that we have uh, with Rodman, with, uh, with, uh, uh, what's her name? Alex Morgan. And uh, a lot of the youngsters coming up. I just think, I just thought we would be able to put more on uh, Vietnam who, you know, they, I mean, David, I don't even think they had one shot on goal, to be honest with you. Uh, so it, that part of me was frustrated. You know, I wanted them to run up the score. I wanted them to to show power because at the end of the day, you're you're representing U.S. and you did, you did represent well, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, David, when you look as a, let's say you're the USA and I'm Sweden or I'm France or Germany and I'm like, like USA barely beat Vietnam 3-0. So next time we play them, like I have more confidence in it, right? Mm-hmm. And you know now, and then you see Germany beat one six zero, or you know you're like, holy crap! Like they're here for serious business. So it's it's a mentality worth warfare. Um, I just hope, like you know, I think obviously I think they're gonna get out of the group. Um, but ah, I maybe it's just the first game. At the end of the day, what matters? We got three points. No matter how you get it, you, no matter what the scoreline, you know when these World Cups, three points are the most critical things that you can get, especially out of the group stage. Um, I just wanted more goals. I don't know if that's selfish of me or if I just expected too much, but that's just me. You know, from peace, recent uh, World Cups, you know they they shown out and they come out with swinging and that arrogance and that United States. Uh, um, patriotism that I love. Oh no, three zero wasn't too much of my. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about that. Could this be another Thailand? And it definitely wasn't. So, uh, you know, three nil. You know, they they should have should have done better. But what I've noticed too is, um, you know, you had some teams that really have not been blown out like I thought they would be. So obviously, you had. You had Canada and Nigeria, they tied 0-0. Switzerland only beat the Philippines 2-0, which I believe that's the Philippines' debut. 
And then Spain beat Costa Rica 3-0. Yeah, Japan beat Zambia 5-0. So, um, you know, that's that's obviously a big, big beat down there. But then England, only 1-0 over Haiti. Denmark, 1-0 over China. And then Sweden, this is a game I put money on because I had put a bet that there'd be a goal in the first 15 minutes. And then I had a second bet that Sweden, Netherlands, and France would all be up by a goal in the first 30 minutes. You like pretty good bets, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's no. I had but, uh, a USA over six and a half. Oh wow, uh, yeah. So South Africa actually went up one zero in the game. Sweden came back to score two goals, so they won two one. Netherlands barely beat Portugal one zero, which we didn't really know what to expect of Portugal. They've definitely brought their game up, and then France tied Jamaica zero zero. So, uh, you know, you just mentioned it. Germany took care of business. They beat Morocco 6-0. Brazil took care of business. They beat Brazil 4-0. So, I don't know. We haven't really seen, you know, in the World Cup's past, you you had this huge disparity in teams, and they usually would show up in the scoreline. You'd have five or six uh, zeros. Um, but right now, you haven't really seen that much. So, I don't know if it's just the, the it's gotten more competitive or teams are just not playing to their full potential or you know maybe it's just the first round of games and then once teams get more situated in they'll you'll, you'll see more of more of those disparity in the games but either way yeah Abner you mentioned it we won 3-0 um to me it looked like uh Rapino is well past their prime he probably shouldn't have been on this World Cup team yeah <laughs> so that's probably, <laughs> that's probably more from a marketing perspective but either way, U.S. plays Netherlands next on Wednesday, July 26th. That one is at 9 p.m. Eastern, so that should be easy to watch. Abner, what's going to be the scoreline? 2-1. Uh, Ooh. Uh, USA late, late, uh, late winner. USA, that's what I'd like to hear. However, Abner, I am more pessimistic. I think it's going to end in the draw 1-1. One, one. You think so? Ooh. Yeah. Hopefully not, man. Germany came out swinging, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He came out swinging today, 6-0. And then Brazil looked good, too. And you could argue that Morocco was, you know, probably, uh, you know, a better team than Vietnam. Because Netherlands barely beat Portugal 0-0. The crazy part, dude, is France and Jamaica. Yeah, that's that's wild. So uh, that group was going to be that be fun to watch. You know what's crazy? So um, um, that chick, uh, Soleil Washington... Uh, one of my good friends that I play soccer with, he's actually a head coach or assistant coach for Chambly. She plays at Chambly High School. She's going to be a senior this year and she's playing in the World Cup. Wow. That's pretty cool. Came in as a sub. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I texted him because I watched a little bit of the game the last, like, because I saw how close it was because I thought it was going to be like France was going to, you know, I thought France was just going to be like 2 3 0 on them. Right. And I saw the last 15 minutes, like, I woke up because it was an early game. I woke up, saw the score. I was like, "Oh!" I was like, "Let me, let me put this on real quick." And I put it on, and dude, France hit the post like it was one of those. The keeper didn't do nothing. I sat there and watched. It hit the the top post, went to the side post, and it was, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. It was exciting to see though, like how Jamaica celebrate as a win because dude, that's a that's a huge draw for them. Uh, how much of a confidence booster is that for them? Um, and it was cool because I texted my buddy too. I was like, "Bro, like this is the chick you're telling me about, right?" And sure enough, yeah, it was her. Uh, they just won state this past year too, and she's coming back for her senior year. So yeah, that's insane. Wow, yeah, that, that's that's pretty cool. 
Um, so the way the group uh, is right now, and it's Group E for for the, the, the U.S. group is in. USA leads it with three points. Netherlands tie with three points, so it's just goal differential at that point. And Portugal zero, Vietnam zero. So this one's going to be probably the game to to see who wins the group. Uh, so again, that game's Wednesday. So um, anything else to add on that? I mean, before we get into the league's cup. Nah, man, uh, it's it's crazy because they expanded it this year uh, to uh, more teams and a lot of debutants, uh, which that hasn't gone well for them. I think last I heard they were 0-6. Uh, but, dude, like, there hasn't, not till like, I think today or earlier today, um, been big, big games or big games. One has been a lot of close games, which is pretty cool. It, it brings a good, uh, good um, uh, competitive matches all around. Um, and it's good to see for the women's side, you know, it's more attractive. Um, you know, especially when you don't have like just a big, big uh, favorites winning. So um, that that's that's uh, that's something I do like is just competitiveness of all the teams. You know, no matter who you're facing, you got to put your best out there. You know, and at the end of the day, it's going to take care of itself. So uh, I'm I'm pretty excited to see how how many of the games haven't been much of a blowout uh, like usual uh, World Cup because you know it doesn't get better till they get to the round of 16. <laughs> You know, usually it's like, okay, yeah, they, they made it. They, they made it. Okay, now now it's going to get good. So it's been nice. It's been cool to see. Right, right. All right, let's get into the League's Cup, man. So, uh, you know, the tournament started off. Uh, this is, uh, you know, we've got all the teams in it from Liga MX and MLS. So we're, you know, we're going to see how, how, how people are going to react to this t- tournament. Uh, I mean, so far I've liked it. It's been, it's been, there's been a lot of, uh, you know, interesting games to watch. It, it adds the, a different bite to the games now because if you tie, you go to that penalty shootout. And I think even in that uh, game where Messi made his debut against Cruz Azul, you know, you could tell everybody was playing for that win so they didn't go to a penalty shootout. Uh, so with that being said, Abner, did you watch that amazing game? Okay. What game? What do you mean? What game? The one that got twelve point five million viewers in uh, Miami versus Cruz Azul. Oh, they were playing on Friday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a game! What a game! That was a good game. That was fun. Cruz Azul should have won like five zero though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, and honestly, like uh, you know, uh, if not for um, uh, the magic of Messi, it would have went to a penalty shootout. But obviously, Messi, everybody knows, he made his debut. He came on like around the 50th, 60th minute with uh, him, uh, Busquets, and Joseph Martinez all coming in at that time. Uh, I mentioned 12.5 million people watched that game. It's a record for an MLS game. Uh, and you saw there just at the stadium, you had, um, you had Kim Kardashian, you had LeBron James, you had Serena Williams. So the stars were out and Messi did not disappoint. He gets, a, he gets taken down about the 91st uh, minute. You could argue whether that was a foul or not, but either way, Messi steps up, hits it up for 90, and you couldn't have written this in a Hollywood script. He scores a game winner on his debut, celebrates with his kids and everybody's celebrating. So, uh, you know, what what a, what a great way. And I mean, it's, it's just awesome that we get to be able to see the GOAT now on MLS season pass. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's going to be, uh, dude. <laughs> uh, man, it's going to be crazy. I think Data came out today saying that Busquets and Messi are both going to start. So, uh, and of That's course, again, yeah, and of course, again, all the Barcelona players, you know, whatever. 
it's 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 hard because you I watched them, you know, I mean Barcelona's like one of my favorite teams and so I watched them and now like Atlanta United obviously like it's we're going up against them. Dude, I hope Atlanta United brings it. I hope Almada looks so good that game. I hope Gigi brings it. I hope our new guy starts. He got his visa approved and everything, so he's good. But I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I'm hoping that Atlanta United comes in with a fight. It doesn't uh, look like a deer in the headlights, you know, how we've been looking the last couple of times. Because this yeah. competition, this this tournament is turning out how I expected it and I how I hope to be. And dude, it's been competitive and it's been fun. You know, there's been some uh, some elbows shown, some crazy tackles, some intensity shown, and I love that. Yeah, uh, and you know, uh, Inter Miami plays Atlanta United seven thirty uh, tomorrow Tuesday Eastern time um, in Miami again. Uh, so, like you mentioned, Messi and Busquets they're going to be starting. Um, so I think you know MLS. MLS doesn't start back up until August 20th. So if you get eliminated from this tournament, you're going to be sitting out for two to three weeks before the league starts up. Mm-hmm. So I think, with that being said, I think Atlanta United is definitely going to take this tournament serious. Um, and if, they not, if they're not, they should be. And if they're not, then somebody needs to get fired. Uh, so I think they're going to put their best foot forward. Everyone should be healthy, I think, except for Machop Chol. I think he's still, you know, off that injury from the last game. But other than that, we should have everybody available. Um... So Abner, you know, I you know I know they're gonna have Messi and Busquets, but that Miami defense still looks pretty crappy, and I don't think there's there's I don't think there's any way possible that they can stop us from at least putting two on the board. So I think it's gonna just turn out into a shootout of who can score the most and whose defense is better. So um, first, Abner, do you see anything you know that from the starting lineup that it's gonna change? Um. I th- I, no, I, th- I think Miles definitely out back there. Uh, I think Miles, Lennon, uh, Wiley, Urata, uh, maybe Abrams gets over uh, Hernandez. I think um, on that, uh-huh. yeah. Um, I think he gets yeah. not over. I think that's a solid, solid back line, solid three back there. And uh, dude, it would be dope to see um, the new guy Muyamba. Just Muyamba. You think he's gonna start? I think he. Would I don't come think so. No, I don't think so. But it would be dope to see him. And damn, I guess he would have Sage, to go with. Probably, uh, right? I would say Sosa. Sosa. Well, it depends yeah. if he's an eight. If it depends if he's an eight or a six, right? It's gonna be. I mean, Muyamba said he's more of a, a eight. I would assume Sosa probably played more of a six, and then right. you have Amada playing the ten. And then on the wings, you have uh, GG and uh, uh, dude, that's where it gets complicated. <laughs> You're probably going to have Tyler Wolf. Tyler Wolf or Etienne. Dude, I, guess. I don't know because he didn't come in last time. Like, I don't, I mean, I know Cho's hurt um, and he was having a good, you know, he's he's been having solid games the last couple of games too. So that kind of sucks. But uh, dude, I mean, I just don't, I just hope that Mosqueda kid doesn't come in because, uh, yeah, we saw flashes, but then, dude, like, at the same time, it was like we lost the ball more than we did anything dangerous with it. Right. So, exactly. I know. Maybe, maybe Wolf, maybe uh, at the end, I guess you would have, you put it out there. Probably just draw a name out of a hat for that uh, position. Yeah. <laughs> but either know, way, we, I mean, we're, we're going to have a, a strong lineup. So, uh, even though we're away from home, we already talk about how, you know, you can kind of apply this same rule, how hard it is to win away from home. 
Um, but now, you know, obviously, since Inter-Miami won, they're leading the group with three points. A draw would see them through to the next round of 32. So we definitely need to get um, something out of this. It'd be nice to get a win, especially in Miami. Um, so, but Abner, how, how do you think this is going to go? What do you what do you think the scoreline is going to be? Three two, a mother game winner. I I would love that. I see that scoreline too. My concern is because we're away that this might go into a draw, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Um, if we can win the shootout, then we'd obviously get two points. So then when we play Cruz Azul, all we would need was a draw too. So um, actually, I guess if we draw, I don't know, because then the Cruz Azul could draw us and win the shootout and get two points. So yeah, it'd be nice at th- for this game to either get three or two points. Um, a one point isn't bad either, but obviously we have to win at home against Cruz Azul. Have to. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I don't like being in that situation, but uh, we saw Cruz Azul, I mean, both teams, Inter-Miami, are both doing bad in the league. I don't think Cruz Azul has a win on the league, in the league, and you saw how much they were beating up Miami. So I think that bodes well for us. So I think I, I think I agree with you. I think we can, we can see a 3-2 victory for Atlanta United, which would be really, really sweet, and that would pretty much put us in the driver's seat where all we would need is, um, you know, a draw against Cruz Azul and we're, we're through. But it'd be, I guess it would be interesting if Cruz, if we beat Miami and Cruz Azul beat us, so they would, we'd all be tied on three points. I'm not <laughs> sure what they, I'm not sure what happens then. I guess goal differential, probably. Yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Oh, so, speaking of the League Cup, bro, did you hear what happened? I think it was uh, Leon. No, what, what I don't know. One of the Mexican teams, uh, their flight got canceled, so they had to stay in the airport till the next flight came up. And now they're expected to play the Galaxy tomorrow without even having a training session. Damn, that sucks. So and unfair, wa- dude. And watch this to win. They, they probably will because they're going up against the Galaxy. <laughs> if they're going up against anybody else but the Galaxy, probably, but they're going up against... But that sucks, bro. Like, come on, man. League, like, you got to... You got to go above and beyond for your, you know, initially there are visitors, right? They're, they agreed to come over here because they knew that they were going to sell out. They're going to probably get a more majority um, stake as far as like ticket sales or however they want to do that. Uh, because even at the Miami game, Messi's debut, you still saw a lot of Cruz Azul fans there. So, um, you know, Mexican teams, you know, like we know this for the national team and we know this for club teams. They travel well. Then there's a lot they show of out. They show out, so so it sucks, bro. I I hate it for them. I kind of hope they win to kind of just throw it in the face, uh, because that's 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 BS, man. I I, I don't care. Yes, they're at league IMAX. I'm the MLS, whatever. I it's stupid. I hate it. Like you you got to go above and beyond for that for that. You can't let that happen, bro. Now if it's right. weather related, like I get it. Like that sucks. You know, I can't really control that. But come on, come on, come on, MLS, do better. Right, this is yeah. your cup. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the games have kind of really been over the place. I'm not going to go through the um, the MLS uh, matchups, but some of those games have been fun to watch too. Uh, but you had, again, it, uh, so Inter-Miami beat uh, Cruz Azul, so that's one for MLS. Then you had uh, Mazatlan beat Austin City 3-1. Oh. And then you had uh, Leona Vancouver went on penalties, but then 
Leon won <laughs> 16 to 15 in penalties, dude. <laughs> and then you had Montreal and uh, Bumas tie, and then Montreal won in penalties. Uh, so that makes it 2-2. Then you have Philadelphia beat Tijuana 3-1. Uh, let's see what else. You had uh, New York uh, Outlast beat New York City 1-0. Um, that game was kind of controversial because uh, there was a, uh, a goal that New York scored, and they called it offsides, but it looked like he was in line with the last defender. So I don't know. Outlast is this weird thing where they were posting things on Facebook because I guess people were saying that, you know, the, ref, the, the refs were... were trying to help them win or something it was it's kind of weird but uh and then the big one dude is minnesota beat puebla 4-0 um and minnesota had a red card in the 30th minute so they were up 1-0 the 24th minute got a red card and then they went on to score three more goals <laughs> that's crazy dude uh pretty wild so still we're barely you know in the middle of it and we've got um a ton of other games coming on where you're gonna have more MLS and Liga MX matches, but those are the games that kind of I've been watching more because they have more bite to it. And then obviously when we get to the round of 32, we get to the knockout rounds. That'll be really fun to watch. So uh, yeah, Atlanta United, we play Miami Tuesday. Uh, let's hope we get a win there, or at least take a good amount of points. And then we'll preview um, probably Thursday. We'll recap what happened Tuesday. And then we play Cruz Azul Saturday at the bed at 7 p.m. Um, so the house is going to be rocking. Hopefully, there are more Atlanta United fans than Cruz Azul fans. Uh, that's going to be hard to tell, bro. <laughs> but we'll see. But definitely, dude, I, it would, I would hate for us to get knocked out of this tournament so early because, again, we don't have any MLS action until August 20th, so we're just going to be watching everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What are you doing for – are you going to any of those two games? I mean, uh, any of the uh, games you're going to uh, – Miggy's homecoming and Atlanta United yeah. Same thing what you said, dude. We were like, oh, this would be cool. And then you're like, oh, tickets are like $100 plus for like the cheapest seats. So we're like, ah, oh, it's all right. But uh, I don't know. I may see, you know, if, if I can get some tickets to go to the game this Saturday against Cruz Azul if uh, tickets are still available or not super expensive. What about you, Mijo? Are you going to be at the game Saturday? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I haven't even looked at tickets, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want to go. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, uh, let's see yeah, what the tickets are looking like. Uh, I mean, oh, 40 bucks. Is it? 40 um, bucks right now. 102, uh, row 47. The whole stadium is it open, huh? Oh, it looks like just a 200 section. And that's actually not that bad. Yeah, it isn't bad. Mm. Dual section two hundred one, uh, row two, row three. It's only for two bucks. I mean, two tickets. You're probably looking about one twenty after taxes and everything. Yeah, let's just hope we don't get in any fights. Ah, I doubt it. Not, not <laughs> I'm just messing. But all right, Mijo, you got anything else to add? Uh, no, man. I'm I'm excited uh, to see our new number eight. Um, as many of you guys have seen on Twitter or. Uh, wherever you follow Atlanta United, Muyamba uh, will wear number eight, which was previously uh, worn by who, David? Uh, I don't know, some random dude, Barco. Yeah, Barco, Barco, Barco. Uh, so yeah, he'll be wearing number eight, dude. I'm excited. Um, you know, kind of um, saw Atlanta United's intro and some questions that they had asked him. Um, the dude looks like you know he's coming to compete. Um, he played with Mbappe um, in the in the young in the youth system at Monaco. Um, and 
you know, just been playing in the second division. So uh, it's, it's hard to tell where, you know, where this is going. Obviously, it's not a marquee signing. It's not like a name that pops out there like Rossi or, or players that MLS is used to or stuff like that. But David, uh, nevertheless, he is an Atlanta United player. And we need to show him all the support that we can. And until he has, uh, you know, games under his belt, we, we can kind of put our professional um, – uh, criticism of him but till then you know welcome to atlanta and dude i hope i hope you get in the game i want to see what what uh the action and everything welcome to atlanta and hopefully uh it's not another uh dud by boca negra but uh look on Arusha. the positive uh, i look on Sorry, the positive I'm... side hopefully he comes in and makes a difference and for the love of god man i hope these some signings start coming through because it's like man we had all this excitement of the transfer window and so far not much has happened <laughs> I mean, there's been there's been some rumors right there's been some good rumors out there yeah, uh, with it. Rossi but yeah that's that's all it is some rumors there's not there is a guy from Georgia we're supposed to sign or I don't know well we'll just keep going I think the when does the transfer see, uh, end I think it's August uh, 2nd or thing if I'm not mistaken uh, I think it's a little bit longer because then it's going to close in like a week maybe August 12th yeah it's something like that but um Either way, let's go Atlanta United. Let's get this dub. And we are out of here. Peace, y'all. Later.